Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Now, Kevin, I'm going to give you a rare opportunity because he's been holding for a few minutes. I'm going to give you a rare opportunity that you're going to get a chance to talk to Woo Pig, who right now is in Chicago. Woo Pig, what's up? Suey, Suey, Suey. Well, first of all, I thank you for the introduction. And uh, things are drier up here, apparently, than they are down there. Uh, I got to tell you that listening to all the high school uh, softball and baseball information and whatnot, that just really, really brings me back home. I'm coming back on Sunday, but boy, I just I can't wait to get back to Arkansas. And, and, and continue to listen to Drive Time Sports. Well, thank you. And uh, I've got some stuff to talk about. i got the Cubs. i got the Cubs farm system. I've got the uh, uh, baseball game tonight, and I've got the Arkansas baseball games over the weekend. Now, we played Mississippi State. That was last weekend tonight, South yeah. Carolina. And how we do on Mississippi State? Call it a sweep. Another sweep. Oh, my goodness. I love it. And what about Lipscomb? Uh, stumbled against Lipscomb. That's the second time in a row we did that. So we lost to Lipscomb? Yes. Oh, I mean, that, that, was a, that was a game where Arkansas was running on fumes in regards to pitching. And... Ben McLaughlin came in in that either the ninth or the tenth. I can't remember. I think it was the tenth. And uh, walked a couple of batters, got in trouble, and uh, they pushed across, uh, I think, a couple of runs. Can't remember precisely. But nevertheless, stumbled, but then came right back against uh, Mississippi State in Starkville and uh, swept all three games. Well, Ben McLaughlin's basically a pitcher or a fielder, so it's great to see him out there, and I'm sorry he had the problems, but I'll tell you, baseball's a wonderful game. I've been watching the Cubs. I've been up here, and I have Marquee Network. Not only do you get the Cubs, but I get the Iowa Cubs. Had the Toledo Mudheads on against the, uh, 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 I think, the Iowa Cubs. And then they also had the Myrtle Beach Cubs and, uh, the uh, Smokies from uh, uh, Eastern uh, Tennessee. So, uh, I mean, it's just wonderful to be able to watch all this. I'm going to miss it when I come back, but we'll see. Now, tonight I can't even get the baseball game on the Cubs because it's on Apple. Uh, what the heck? <laughs> and uh, listen, uh, that one, two, three strikes doesn't work. You put Will back in in front of me anyway. Now he's only been here like close to an hour. But I'm not upset. I'm not. I'm just happy to be on the best radio show, Drive Time Sports. And I have so much more to say, but I think I better let you get back because pretty soon we're going to have a game on. There you go. Thank you, Hoop. Uh, thank you. Uh, Hi, we'll be, there you be, be careful coming back. Uh, Kevin. It seems to be either all or none, meaning the transfer portal for basketball 
shut down May the 11th, which was yesterday, and basically, still no news, still nothing is, uh, we, fo- we found out nothing over the last basically 24 hours. I guess the only significant news, and it was kind of puzzling, because one minute, you got Makai Mitchell going on Twitter saying he's back, and then the University of Arkansas basketball, they put on Twitter, he's back, but then they later deleted that. Why Why do you think that happened? Um, well, a couple of things. Um, well, it's actually one thing. I think it's still, I, I think there might still be uh, in flux a little bit as to how that plays out. Now, here's the thing. He's still with the team. He's still part of the program, and I lean toward the idea that he's going to be part back. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on other than portal that play into players uh, being able to come back. Um, and that's always been the case before there was a portal. So all you have to do is think about maybe some reasons um, why things aren't 100%. The puzzling part is the fact that he put out, uh, not only did he announce on Instagram that he was coming back, but he, the graphic he used looked was generated by the University of Arkansas, or it looked like it was. <laughs> Uh, that prompted me to put out my story that he was returning. I had a story ready for a return or for entering portal. And obviously that was the return. And so uh, it didn't take uh, but a minute or two after I put my story out that I was told, oh boy, hit pump the brakes, pull it back. And so I did. Then I was, to my amazement, the next morning, the University of Arkansas Men's Basketball Program's Instagram account put it out that he's back. And I'm scratching my head going, well, I guess whatever pumped the brakes, it's been resolved. And then I was told, I checked, and I was told, oh, boy, didn't know that was up and that that was coming down. And it sure enough did a few minutes later. So, um, you know, um, the, you know, they're probably not a good look from an optic standpoint. Most men in the staff do a great job of, you know, kind of one foot before the other. You know, you normally see guys going the portal when they're full on their roster numbers before they'll take a commitment. Right now they've got two openings. People will get confused about that because I don't count Devo and Jordan Walsh because I was told those guys are going to be treated as though they're not part of the program until they are, if they are, if they come back. We'll talk more about that, I hope, in the second, Randy. But for now, we're talking about Mackay. Uh, and it just, you know, you know, not only did Mackay have an official-looking graphic, but then the university put their own graphic out. So, any fans confused by it, uh, my, my personal feeling is he's going to end up being part of this team, but I don't think it's 100% set in stone. And I think the optics of how it came out looked like it was, but the fact that that came back down and disappeared, that you know, I took my story away and never came back. Um, you know, For now, we're just going to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the answer. I mean, this can almost make you dizzy. I mean, is he in? Is he out? Is he in? Is he out? Uh, okay, not trying to make it so specific you don't have any wiggle room, but I will say this in this regards, or, or ask you in this regards, if something else develops, does this make then Makai the odd man out? That's the way it appears. That he is on the bubble. Yeah. 
Uh, no, because Arkansas has two openings right now, and I think it, the most likely scenario is they finish with two more additions, which could be a combination of one or two players that are currently Razorbacks that went into the draft. Uh-huh. I call those additions. So Devo is the one who I've been saying of late. I've said it on this segment, the one I think that's more likely to come back. I still feel that way. Uh, there, there, you know, there's some stuff in play there just beyond him being in the draft pool. I think we're probably not going to hear anything definitive on that until the end of the month. I think it's going to be the end of the month, and that's when the deadline is, the May 31st deadline, to withdraw from the draft. I think it could go down to that final day, uh, but I do think he's coming back. I think it's more than likely that he will. Things can change, but I think that's what it's pointing to. Jordan Walsh, my personal feeling is he's probably going to stay in, but we've got he's got the combine coming up. He's got workouts with teams, and those but that's what's really going to drive his decision and how those things go. So it wouldn't shock me if he turned and came back. He left the door open to do that. Right now, I think if he had to make a decision today, I think he'd stay in the draft. I think you know there's chances that going through his processes here, we just talked about it, combine and individual team workouts. I think you know there's a better chance that he stays in, but those. That thought process, thought process could change. I've got several sources who think he'll stay in, but I've got two good ones who think it's 50-50, knowing he's got the combine and, and workouts still to come. But right now, they they think it's 50-50, so that's better odds than I'm giving it. So I, I think, and I trust those two guys, too. So we'll see what happens. But, again, I think that with him, because of combine and workouts coming up, what, what we think today, it really is not going to matter. It's what those things are going to shape his final decision. Kevin, do you know, well, I'll ask that when we return, and that is, do we know how many teams are scheduling workouts, individual workouts with Jordan Walsh? I'll give you a chance to answer that when we return. Drive Time Sports. I'm Randy Rainwater, along with Kevin McPherson, who's known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net, back after this timeout. And we are rejoined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Uh, Kevin, I was asking you right into the break that um, do we have an idea how many teams have requested an individual workout for Jordan Walsh? Randy, I, I, there's some info about that, but kind of sworn to secrecy on him and some other ones because they want the either the teams to put him out or tell them when they can put it out. Um, so um, uh, there are some workouts for uh, – I'll just say, I, you know, I think there's going to be workouts for everybody that's, that's uh, in the draft, uh, you know, in the draft right now that's either – who was either a Razorback last year or – among uh, the players that are still in the draft pool who were committed from the portal. So they're going to be individual workouts, uh, you know, as, as far as I can see and for what I've seen, what, what I've been told, it might just be all of them, um, you know. And so, uh, you know, Trayman Mark, uh, the Houston transfer, just had a workout with the Atlanta Hawks uh, earlier in the week. That, that was one that's already happened. You'll, you'll see some of these guys work out. Pre-draft, you know, last year Jalen Williams had had some pre-draft workouts. Mm-hmm. It happens, 
most of them, though, or excuse me, pre-combine, pre-combine. The combine starts on the 15th, so it starts Monday. So you'll see players going in for pre-combine workouts, but most of them are going to happen after and, and later on. And so the combine is in Chicago. It runs from the 15th through 21st. I sort of misspoke when I said pre-draft. All of it's pre-draft. Pre-draft combine. There, you know, Trim and Mark had a workout. Uh, they sprinkle in a few of those early, but most of them will happen after. Let's talk with Shane. Shane, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin? Yes, I sure do. Yeah, I'm kind of. I, I hate to be critical of uh, Eric Musselman, but I really don't like the fact that he's bringing in the five transfers and three of them may may go pro. And uh, if, I mean, if that happens, then we're going to we're going to have egg on the face. Yeah. Uh, um, so on that, thank you, Shane. The players in the thank you the the players in the portal who have committed to Arkansas, none of those were invited to the Combine. They weren't invited to the G League Combine as well. Now, that starts tomorrow and runs through Sunday. So you're going to have the G League Combine Saturday and Sunday, and then the main Combine, the actual NBA Draft Combine, six days, and it starts on the 15th to the 21st. And having said all that, none of those players were invited. So it diminishes their likelihood that – you know, a lucrative pro opportunity, even the G League, is really tough when you're not even invited to the G League Combine. It doesn't mean that it's impossible, but when you look at the big Combine, the NBA Draft Combine, 78 players were invited. There's only 58 draft picks, so 20 of those won't even get drafted. Uh, it could be more, uh, but depending upon who didn't attend the Combine, who might get drafted. Um, and then you've got multi, you know, 40 or so G League invites uh, to that combine, which is the lesser thing. So, in other words, if you didn't get invited to either, your chances of being drafted or even really working out a free agent deal, uh, those guys, I think Arkansas feels pretty good about the guys, all five, uh, being Razorbacks. I don't think they're worried about any of them staying in. But that's a process. They're going to get workouts with teams if they, as long as they stay in. They'll get some other opportunities, even though they're not at the combine, to at least, you know, if they're going through the process, they might as well exhausted uh but i feel like you know all five will be razorbacks the only thing that might could the only thing that would change that is something other than the the pro option uh you just never know you never know something academically you just never know what might play out all of those guys are very likely in good standing as arkansas checks those academic boxes before they take commitments but you just you know it would have to be to me something unforeseen if they didn't make it and it not not pro not the pro option. I, th- I think Arkansas is going to get them. Brian, get Never mind. Uh, you can answer this one. Kevin from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Deuce says, question for Hoop Scoop. What is the delay in Ron Holland getting his NIL release from the short horns? Well, I mean, they have 30 days. It, the way it works is you ask, you 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 ask you request a release, and if in 30 days you don't get that release from the school, only then can you then petition the insta delay. So that gives the Longhorns 30 days. They know they have 30 days before he goes the other way, and his other option. So they can play that out because there's nothing he can do about it for 30 days. Um, and you know, um, 
you know, they're in the driver's seat right now. You know, the optics aren't good if a, if a team doesn't release a, a player in this day and age. In the past, they've done they've dug their heels in and, and made them go through the tramp the, the NCAA, uh, which which adds time. You know, the players in the past didn't necessarily get immediate eligibility either. They might have to, uh, you know, sit out and before they become eligible when they did get released. It works differently now. Most teams just don't dig. Most schools just let them out. Uh, but that doesn't mean they won't take their time. There was a coaching change. He's got a valid reason to want to go. Uh, the, the coach they hired, there's no reason to make him give them that, that guy a chance to re-recruit him because they did it midstream, midseason, and they hey, hit all the time in the world to familiarize himself to Ron Holland and re-recruit him. And so I don't know what the holdup is other than dragging their feet, hoping maybe he'll change his mind. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin. Yeah. You know, Kevin, uh, the last call was talking about the transfer quarter. You either in there or you get passed up. There's no egg on your face. You just you roll that dice, you roll with it. Muscleman's the best at it. Uh, my question is, what's the, for this summer, Bayfall and Blocker, what's on their agenda, you know, as far before they get up on the hill? What are they doing this summer? And I'll get off and appreciate it. Thank you, Savage. Well, well I mean, they're moving on to campus. Um. You know, uh, Memorial Day weekend, the end of this month, is that's, it's during that weekend every year when your new players move in and, and move on to campus. And summer school starts right after, I mean, right after the week, during the week, the day after the Memorial Day, which was celebrated on Monday, sometime after that during the week, some, the first summer school session starts. And so every coaching staff at that point has four hours of limited work they can start doing after they pass their physicals. Players get into summer school, start working toward their credits. Uh, so all that's going to happen really fast. So that's what their plans are is at the end of this month. And sometimes there's a little delay for various reasons. Sometimes it's a week or two after that. But they can still jump in uh, and, and get on campus, even though if they don't get in that first session. But that's the preference most of them do by Memorial Day weekend. You might see a few stragglers after that. But that's what their summer is going to be all about, those two guys plus the transfers is getting on campus. Now, if any of those transfers have more academic work to do uh, before they can come to Arkansas, they, it may take some of them or any of them. I haven't heard anything specific on that, but I've seen it play out like that in the past where it could take them a little longer based on something like that. Uh, but you're going to start seeing uh, the, the new team, players from last year uh, that are returning, the freshmen that are coming in, and some of the transfers, you'll start seeing them. If not, mo- if not all, most of those, uh, on campus by the end of this month. That's almost the end of the, in fact, that is before the deadline of the uh, transfer portal. I mean, not transfer portal, the um, deadline to withdraw from the NBA draft. So it's all kind of. It's all going to work out by yeah. the end of the month for the most part. Yeah. All right, Kevin, enjoy your weekend. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net.